And of course, follow the uh, the podcast account at FPL. And of course, li- and of course, follow the group podcast account. Honest. <laughs> and of course, follow the podcast account at FPL. Welcome to the Game Week 26, Three Amigos FBL show. We're joined tonight by a special guest, Ben Crellin, Blank Game Week fame, of course, the, the guru of the Blank Game Week. Um, ben, you're very welcome on Three Amigos podcast. We're hot on the heels of Game Week 25, but um, tell us, how was Game Week 25 for yourself and how's your season going in general? I am doing okay. Um, I started the Game Week on 131,000 rank and um, I've just got 51 points minus a four-point hit, so... Probably a red arrow this week, but not too bad. Yeah, it's not too shoddy, really. I'm um, looking at it at the moment. I think I'm on 44 before the bonus points. I'm not really anticipating too many bonus points because we were discussing before the pod. I think um, Fernandinho and De Bruyne are going to be taking up the, the, the bulk of the Man City bonus points. And um, San isn't anywhere in the reckoning for Spurs, so... Um, yeah, it's uh, looking like a bit of a meager, meager returns for me. Um, Dale, Mars, how are you doing, guys? Uh, Dale, tell us about your your game week. Yeah, it went great. Uh, Aguero got me out of jail and Sterling as well. And I got an unexpected clean sheet off Davies. I'd say unexpected, but yeah, Man United don't really score away from home against the top four. So yeah, bit pants, but we'll go again next week. Mars, you've got to be super excited because not only did um, your lo- one of your lovers, Kuna uh, Aguero, score with a, a last-minute goal, but also we have been on the show. So uh, tell us, just how excited are you to be on tonight's Three Amigos podcast? Oh, very excited! Just again, by the way, that's three three weeks in a row. I get the highest score here. Just, just, I'm just saying. Um, Fifty-nine points <clears throat> uh, before before bonus. Um, Aguero captain. Then that last goal really helped. Uh, Pope saves a penalty, and my my own secret weapon, Mariapa, comes off the bench uh, with a, with a lovely clean sheet. Just to add to it, so yeah, not not bad, not bad. That's that's good, but uh, yeah, you are definitely being you've been the class of the pod in the last few weeks. But um, we'll knock you off your perch sometime soon. But uh, Ben, come here, thanks very much for coming on the show. We you know you're you're the guru of the blank game week. But tell us when does it you started um, kind of doing your spreadsheets. Well, I started making the spreadsheets two years ago because I wanted to find out when the double game should be because when we had the, the new chips available, the second season wildcard, second half wildcard, and the uh, bench boost, I just thought it would be more important to try and predict the double game weeks. I know Mars Mars will have something to say to you because he's your super fan, so um, I'll, I'll hand it over I, to I, Mars. I am a super <laughs> fan of the. I am a super fan of the spreadsheets for sure. Ben, how do you, how do you make spreadsheets so sexy? Like seriously, how, how is it? What, what, what is what is the secret? Because I work yeah. with Excel a lot, and mine don't look that good. 
I, I don't know. I guess they're just colouring the blanks grey and <laughs> giving borders, and <laughs> I don't know. Just got a bit, <laughs> bit obsessed with it, a bit of OCD maybe. <laughs> you can't like explain the, sexy, Mars. Sexy is just sexy. Just it just comes. You, you know, don't you, Don? I do. I know all about it. <laughs> ben, do, do you stand in front of a mirror and just go like, "I'll be your hero, FPL managers. I'll take away the pain of blank game weeks and double game weeks." <laughs> I will do your spreadsheets forever. You don't have to worry about a thing. You do, don't you? No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he, he's, he's so honest and like, uh, what's the word? He's so um, humble, humble about it. Yeah. Well, Ben, Thanks. I'm really addicted well, I think to he's more, I think he's more afraid, Mars, than humble, actually. He's more nervous. <laughs> well, well, well I'm, I'm addicted. I'm out of control. <laughs> ben, um, Ben, tell us: Have you, have you, um, do you have many fans like, um, like Mars, or are most people a lot more normal to you? I'm just going to say, well done. Most are a bit more normal, I think. <laughs> they just say, well done, Ben. Yeah. Thanks a million. I really, I really appreciate what you do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Come here. <laughs> we when you when we heard when people heard that you were going to be on the pod, we um we obviously got a ton of questions in, but um there was. They were pretty much all, as you would expect, um, similar. Because um, as similar to, to the other Ben, actually Ben Dinnery, he tends to get the same question about 50,000 times. But um, people are all asking about the blank game weeks, the, your chips, and so on. But tell us, how many chips have you actually got left um, this season? And um, when is it you're planning on using them? I'm planning on using the wild card in game week 32. And then... Bench boost in the double game week in 34, and using the three hit in um, game week 35. Ben, why is that? Can you can you just talk us through your your thoughts about that? Like, wh- why those game weeks? Because I know that you have good reasons for it. Well, there's one big blank game week in between two double game weeks, and a lot of the teams who are who have double game weeks in game week 34 will be followed with, with a blank in game week 35. And then you'll get a double again in game week 37. So if you if you can play your three hits in game week 35, you can hang on to all your double game week players throughout that those those game weeks and not worry about the blank in between. Because the teams who qualify for the Epic Cup semi-finals will have a double game week in 34, a blank in 35, and a double in 37. So you've got to try and get around that some way. And using the three hits just allows you to not worry about gaming 35. And because all the big teams are doing well, and this, the the draw I was actually quite kind to the people who like uh, blank game weeks and, and like to navigate them, it, it looks like we can have quite a few in, in 35, if, if I'm not wrong. Yeah, the most number of fixtures that could be blanks are four, obviously, because the four semi-finalists. But it could be Man City, Chelsea, Tottenham, Man United... I mean, that would cause a lot of chaos if all those teams made the semi-finals. Um, one actual question, um, Ben, was from Stephen Toomey. He was um, at Six Goal. Um, he's part of the uh, the famous FPL Beer Club. But um, the uh, he was curious to hear the percentages of City potentially playing three games in game week 37. Do you have any kind of numbers for that? I don't have a, a number, but it's only going to happen if, if they get a... The blanking game with 28 if they draw against Wigan. And, um, and then they'd have to go all the way in the Champions League and, and Arsenal would as well. And it's just, it's not going to happen. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be hoping for that at all. 
it's a one in a million chance, I'd say. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, perfect. Um, tell us, you were you were you, your chips that you listed there. Your triple captain is gone, is it? Yeah, I wasted that on Kane, um, and then he was ill, wasn't he, against uh, Swansea? So I'm in that club. Yeah. Well, 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 Dale. Let's be honest. <laughs> you you want more of that club, aren't you? You you you're a bit of a hungry morpho, aren't you? According to my uh, according to my stats and the the classification that we have. You're the hungry one out of all of us, right? You only have like one chip left, if I'm not mistaken, or maybe I've got bench, yeah. Bench boost. Yeah. So Ben Ben, ben is a snacker because he used one and left the others. Is that right? Yeah. Ben? I'm only yeah. going to use my uh, chips in the double game week, so. Yeah. Yeah, I've been trying to inject some life into my season, like all season, and it's just not worked out. So, where it goes next season will be different. I've learned a lot this year. Well, yeah. Del, there's there's more people than I thought in in your camp around around twenty percent I think a snacker like Don because you used one uh, mm. or two yeah uh, a hungry morpho like Del because he used pretty much all of his apart from one and then there's a binge eater like me who I haven't used them and I'll, I I want to eat them all during the double game weeks and yeah um, refrain <laughs> yeah yeah so forty five percent are like Don seventeen percent are like Del and thirty eight percent are in my camp with with all the chips left intact. I think um, this season, it's, um, I mean, don't, like Twitter's like a really small set pool of players. And I think Twitter, the Twitter community try and differentiate from the template. And the template's probably been really successful this season. And I think that's why probably a lot of people are like in my position or Don's position where the viewers a lot of them. Because the, the like myself and Don have been trying to inject some life into the season and it's, it's just not working out. You know, we haven't, this season we haven't really had a Mares when he was like, what was he, about 7 million and was just a season mm. keeper. We haven't really had anyone like that. We had Richarlison for a little bit, but he's gone off the boil and Gross for a little bit, but he's gone off the boil. And it's and Lingard for a little streak. You know, it's it's just been one of those seasons where the template's been really, really successful. And when you yeah, bet against it, yeah, and when you bet against the template this season, you've been punished really badly. Yeah, I know. Ben, would you be would you be kind of a um, what's the word for it? A conservative kind of manager? I'm a conservative manager. I'd say I'm not that great at FPL because I'm a bit too stubborn. Like I haven't got Sterling or Alonso at all this season, and I normally kind of hang around with an average rank until the blank and, and double gaming start, and then I'll kind of claw my way back into the top twenty thousand or so by the end of the season. So your your analysis obviously has given you the advantage then when the blanks do come up. You're, um, you're kind of ahead of the curve. Yeah, hopefully. I mean, I don't want to rely too much on just getting the, the non-blanking um, players. I might like suffer a bit if I get too obsessed with focusing on the blanks and double game weeks, but I'm going to try and trust my strategy and, and hopefully it'll work out. Ben, what's, um, we have w- one question actually from Mamgona Capitani. I hope I said that right. And he was uh, he was curious about your strategy for no free hit game week thirty one. So so am I to be honest. I just want to understand like what, I, I guess you started already planning for it because you know you, I, I've seen you say about how many transfers there are. But what's your strategy considering there's going to be quite a few blanks without using a free hit? I just think the free hit is more useful in a in a blank game week that is in between two doubles because in thirty one it's a bit before the doubles so you can plan for it. You can use your transfers and like really plan far ahead. And then 
you set up for the double game week in 34 if you do that when you wild card in, in 32 but the, I think the three hits just way more useful in a in the blank game week in 35 when there's two double game weeks either side of it and a lot of the players will be going blank double blank and you just you won't you'll be really restricted if you don't have the three hit chip then yeah makes sense and when do we know the full extent extent of um extent of the blanks in game week 31 when is it finalized which week okay so it's in between game week 27 and 28 is the fifth round of the fa cup um and the replays if, if any matches go to the fifth round replay that's the final date we'll know and that is the 27th 28th of february which is a few days before the game week 29 deadline Cool. So we have we have about what six game weeks now, and then or five game weeks, and then we have three game weeks just before when we know everything. So about like you know you've got six free transfers, and if you want to do a minus four, there's a maximum of twelve or a maximum of six if when you do it. Okay. Mm-hmm. I yeah, think there's plenty I'm of time for I, people to start thinking about it. Sorry, Don. Yeah, I'm fu- I'm furiously taking notes all over the place here um, because just um, do what I'm, I do. Just do what I do. Snapshot Ben's um, timeline. <laughs> yeah. But, um, and to, be fair, though, but, uh, to, to be fair, you don't want to gimp your team too much for one week. Though. Like, you've got to bear that in mind, I think, as well. Yeah, but if you, you haven't can, got your wild card. You can focus on the teams with good fixtures. Like Everton have quite good fixtures from Game Week 27. Crystal Palace, Watford, Burnley and, and Brighton. Um, Liverpool, they don't have a blank in Game Week 31. Um, obviously, they've got Tottenham next week, but then it's Southampton, West Ham, Newcastle, and then Man United. But and uh, Stoke have quite good fixes as well, so you can choose when you bring in players from those teams. Um, it's not too bad. Myself and Dale were without our free hit, and a question actually came in from FPL Planner um, and also at John G Grifters United. They were both asking the same question. Um, they're talking about they've burnt, they stupidly burnt their free hit chip earlier in the season. Um, how would you recommend they re- they navigate the upcoming blank game weeks and double game weeks with a wild card, triple captain, and bench boost in hand? So, um, the, without a free hit, I think you should plan for game week thirty-one. Um, don't take hits for it because any player that you transfer out will be one player less that you have in the double game week. So. Just cautiously plan for Game Week 31, make transfers with those players in mind. And then bench boost in Game Week 34, maybe, or, or triple captain, whatever. Um, then you've got the blank in Game Week 35. So you could either wildcard in Game Week 35 and get some blank players, or wildcard in Game Week 36 and get the double Game Week 37 players. Um, it's going to be difficult, but you'll be restricted to the, the players who double Game Week in 34 but don't blank in game week 35 or the, the players who don't blank in game week 35 but do have a double game week in 37 it'll just it'll depend on how the double game weeks are organized um you just have to keep an eye on it yeah we could get lucky or we could be absolutely hammered if it's uh if it comes down the wrong way mm-hmm. but um yeah it's, it's it's obviously the that's the price we pay for um the free hits and early wild cards and stuff they um they give you a bit of a spurge but you're obviously we obviously have to plan a little bit more um than people who have all their chips still intact you clever you clever people such as Mars and yourself um we're going to move on to the next section of the show which is actually a few more listener questions um we read out a few already that were specific for um for Ben and uh, to do with double game weeks and so on 
But um, I've got one, and this one's first one is for um, Straight to Mars. Um, this is from FPL Conundrum. He was asking, how will Mars survive without Okaka? Will he go back to Ndidi? Will he find another one? Um, all this uncertainty is killing me. So um, he reckons it would be a good plot for a Three Amigos soap opera. But um, Mars, how are you bearing up with this Okaka news that he's um, he's transferring away from the Premier League? I can't believe you brought this back up. I mean, you know, to Okaka. The, listen, the listener wanted to talk about it, man, so we had to go there. Me and you used to be together, always. I really feel like I'm losing my best friend. I don't believe this could be the end. But if Fulham come back up, I'll bring you back in my team. Um, yeah, you know, it's really sad losing Okaka, but man has got to do what man's got to do. And for now, Otomendi and Kun are keeping me going. So, um, yeah, I'll miss him for sure. Yeah, Ben, you'd, um, you mightn't be aware, but um, Mars has a bit of another infatuation with um, Okaka. But um, in this case, it's, it's, you can't really explain his infatuation. You can explain his infatuation with you, but um, Okaka <laughs> is a bit of a different story. <laughs> but, um, good stuff. I'm, I'm glad to hear you're bearing up already on Mars, and you're able to talk about it now anyway. But um, Danny, Danny Giacovelli was asking, um, I'll give this one to you, Ben, if that's okay. Um, okay. he's, he says, I'm hit crazy. So he's taken minus 116 already this season. Holy guacamole. Wow. Um, <laughs> I, I thought I was bad, but, um, Thanks. he's got a wild card and bench boost left. Um, many in my mini leagues also have the free chip. Um, how can he limit his hits and compete between now and the end of the season? Um, he's actually got, I think I read on one of the things, I think he's actually got a half decent rank, which is, a bit of a weird That's one, but 30, 30 hits. Mm. But he's um, he's wondering basically any way of closing a sixty to seventy point gap. Um, first of all, Danny, just you, you have to restrain yourself, <laughs> have a bit more patience. But um, Ben, what's your what's your advice to Danny? <laughs> well, I guess the, the best way to close the gap is to plan for the blanks and double game weeks. Just. All the transfers between now and game week 31 get players who don't have a blank. And then look at the double game weeks and, and plan for that. But I mean, you can afford to take a few hits for the blanks and doubles, but if you plan ahead, you don't need to. Um, um, just, just a matter of interest then, um, the bench boost, you mentioned bench boost. Now, bench boost is a bit of a disrespected chip in terms of it, um, you know, some people like it's, you're, some people basically don't really regard it as a full chip. Because um, you know it's it's very very difficult to to know, and oftentimes you might think you're going to have your bench playing and they won't play. But um, what's what's your thoughts on the bench? Because people who have it left, where where would you be planning on lashing that in there? I think you have to play in a double game week because you, you get your double game week players on your bench, and you can have 15 players with all the two fixtures if you plan it right. So you can get a lot of points for the bench boost in a double game week. Um, probably do it in the bigger double game week. Um, if you've got your triple captain, you can do that in the smaller one. Um, just wait until the double game week fixtures are announced, and then you can decide. You can make a, a plan and decide which one to use it on. Yeah, because I know Danny doesn't have his triple captain, but he's a bench boost and wildcard. But um, yeah, use them wisely, Danny, and um, try to restrain yourself a little bit with your hits. Um, Dale. Um, Mr. Walker Porter, very um, official sounding uh, handle, but he was asking, when all the dust is settled, who do you think will be the top point scoring midfielders by position? 
And um, can you see any surprise rivals for those spots? So um, who are you liking at goalkeeper, defender, midfielder and forward? Yeah, so uh, the top scoring players, I mean, it's probably pretty set. I wouldn't expect many surprises now. Um, I can't see anyone catching De Gea. He's on 129 points. Edison is the next best scoring keeper on 106. You'd fancy United to keep a few clean sheets. I know they didn't tonight, but they've got not bad, too bad fixtures. Uh, Alonso's the top-scoring defender on 138. As is the next one down on 128, and then Otamendi below him on 119. Don't know if I see anyone catching Alonso. He's practically playing up front, so you know you'd expect goals and clean sheets if Chelsea can get their act together. Mo Salah, top-scoring midfielder. No one's going to catch that guy. Uh, he's on 189 at the minute. Um, and Sterling's the next one down on 161. Uh, Salah's just... I don't even need to say out, really, do I? He's just an absolute points machine. And then Strikers, it's a familiar story again. It's Harry Kane on 157. Aguero's the next one down on 139. I mean, Jesus is out for a few more weeks, so Aguero's going to get a run in the team, it would seem. But I don't see him catching Kane. Uh, we're coming into the Harry Kane territory. Uh, but the back end of the season, so yeah, I think yeah, they're pretty set. It, to be honest, they are fairly set actually, aren't they? Um, I yeah. don't know. I don't know if I can actually see. And maybe defender is probably the easiest one you can see. Um, maybe Valencia might make a move if if you like Chelsea. I don't know. Chelsea are a bit of an odd kind of team. I know we'll be talking about them in the preview. I don't know. Yeah, he probably will. He probably will end up top. But um, yeah, I would I guess. think so. I mean, before tonight, I think I think it's. Returned in the last eight game weeks or something like that. That's what I was just actually looking there. He's returned, yeah. The last was 6, 8, 7, 6, 14, 6, 14, 6. Jesus, yeah. It's, it's, yeah, um, so, he's, yeah. he's pretty I, much I invin- in, invincible. Yeah. I think... Um, just the, oh, go on, Miles. Sorry. No, I was going to say, I think it could be a, a good fight between KDB, Sterling and Salah. But actually, this, you know, you said Jesus is out for a while. I'm actually not worried about Jesus. I'm more worried about Champions League and the cup finals as far as City can go because I think they will tie up the Premiership soon. And I think when that's done, that's when I see, when I can see more rotation. When City, if City, when City confirm the Premier League, right, so, soon enough, he can start resting his players in the Premier League and concentrate on the Champions League, which you know he really wants. And then they've got the cup competitions. If yeah, I mean, Feb- February's not so bad for Man City fixture-wise, but mm. March is where it's going to pick up. Uh, <coughs> March is when it will really pick up because they've got cup, they've got uh, the cup final. Well, no, that's it at the end of February actually, but they've got um, like the rearranged game of well, Arsenal. Champions on the first. League kicks off. Yeah, well, the Champions yeah. League starts then, in on the 13th of Feb for them. They've got Basel. Uh, and then they play the second yeah. leg on the 7th of March. So, yeah, March is when it's going to pick up. And that's when Jesus is due back. So, yeah, that's when you'll hit rotation, I would think. Could be the time then to um, to do what we were doing earlier on the season and kind of avoid the, the Man City forwards and re- like make sure we have the Man City midfielders in there. But um, Yeah, I mean, I've yeah. got my exit plan for Aguero. It's probably going to be a Bamiyang. Uh, Arsenal need to go for it. And he's a player I really like. Um my buddies at home, yeah. the assist, wrote a decent article on him um, about his stats and 
goals per game, he's actually coming in at 0.97 compared to Harry Kane's 0.91. So he's going to definitely be one to watch. Yeah, no, I'm looking forward to seeing him. Yeah, no, he's he's got serious pace and he's a good finisher and all that. So um, and Everton's fi- or Arsenal's fixtures aren't too bad either. But um, I'm I'm holding on to um, Mikatari and hopefully will be a decent combo because I know that they work well at Dortmund together as well. You business. know, I, I, I saw that too. I, I thought that too until I saw a stat today and I don't know if that's true or not. But uh, if it's not, I'll blame FPL Marple because that's where I get all my info from. Apparently, in the season when they played together at Dortmund, Mkhitaryan only assisted uh, Abu uh, or Boomerang, as I'm going to call him from now on because it's easier, uh, five times. That's it. Now this could mean nothing, and they could hit it together, Arsenal, because I think they will, and they will be no, you know, they don't have to worry about defending because Wenger doesn't like that anyway. It will be all attack, attack. But I was surprised when I when I saw only five assists from Mikel um, uh, Boomerang. I think I think as well the Arsenal you got Mesut Ozil the assist king so oh you know that's I think he's going to be true. that's true prospect that's true. to look at as well I mean he's not he's about nine million I'm not sure what his actual prices but I know he was around nine million so he's definitely going to be one to watch. Um, ben I know that you have to head off um, thanks a million for coming on the show you've been a great guest and we'd mm-hmm. love to have you on again we'll um, we enjoyed picking your brain do with the blank game weeks and the strategy for the chips um a lot of information and um trust me i'll be i'll be listening back over the show a couple of times to, to try to, to try to get as much um as much ammunition as i can okay cheers Ben. keep thanks. up the good work cheers, cheers. right thanks so much ben bye bye that's brilliant that was great lads and um, fellas we'll move on to the next section of the show which we'll actually want to look at the transfers it is transfer deadline day and um dale you've been keeping an eye and seeing what the what are the big moves that you think from an FBL point of view um, over the window? Dale, are you wearing are you wearing wearing a yellow tie? I should be. Oh, I should be. <laughs> is there is there a beautiful woman sitting beside you, looking slightly uncomfortable at you? Is, isn't there always? <laughs> that's that's just a Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, uh, there's, there's, there's no, nothing's really big that's happened since the uh, the uh, game week has finished. But these, I mean, there's some big deals to discuss. What's happened today? I mean, obviously, Maris to City didn't happen, but uh, Tottenham has signed Lucas Moura. I think that could be a good signing. He offers them a lot of whip. He creates a lot of chances. Um, I do like competition. That. Competition for handshakes. Did you see the handshakes compared to United? I mean, they beat them on the pitch and they beat them on the handshakes. Yeah, I saw. I saw. Yeah, the the uh, there was quite a few on these announcements, weren't they? They were they were getting all the young shakes out. Yeah. The, um, hand, handshakes aside, what do you think? Who do you think more? Uh, like, who's he on to? Is it trouble for Son, or who are we looking at potentially um, could be in? Um, it could be Son. Yeah, I think it offers Tottenham a bit of a different shape. He's very much a wild man. Um, I do. He's a player I really like. Um, he's he, he's got the link up with Serge Aurier as well because they both played for PSG. Um, I think he created about sixty odd chances last season. Um, so yeah, he's definitely one to watch. I want, it depends how well he's settled with all uh, foreign players who come into the Premier League. Um, yeah, I mean, it's and one price to watch. tag, of course. Yeah, I'd say between maybe seven and eight, I'd hope for that. I'd have me interested. Um, 
obviously Chelsea have just signed Oliver, Olivier Giroud. Everyone knows that I love Giroud because he's beautiful. beautiful. Beautiful man. He really is a beautiful man. I they have two of them now. I mean, more, let's be honest, Morata ain't bad either. <laughs> it's no Olivier Giroud though. No, he would never have his hair or his beard. True. He's got a glorious beard. But yeah, he's coming at Chelsea, so he's going to fight with Morata because Batchwire's gone to Dortmund alone. So I really like Giroud. If he's going to play, I'll, I'll probably sign him up because he's cheap. Yeah, he's pretty cheap. What do you think of the left back that they've signed? Any any concerns about Alonso, or is it even better because Alonso will play even further up? Um, it's Emerson Palmieri, isn't it? Um, now from what I understand, is yeah. I'm sure he's coming off a bad injury. Yeah, really bad one because Liverpool were linked with him, and then then he got injured, or they realised that it's it's worse than it was. And then, or maybe it's just typical Liverpool with just monitoring and looking and never actually paying up. Uh, but yeah, it is a bad injury that, I've, from what I heard anyway. Yeah, I mean, again, I don't think he's going to trouble Alonso much. I think, uh, to be honest, I wouldn't be surprised if we see a managerial change at um, Chelsea. So, you know, that's going to play a part. Um, and if that does play a part, then is Alonso going to be playing? Uh, as far forward as he is, I, I don't. We don't know. It'll be, it's you usually be thinking how you'd be thinking how effective he is, though he's going to be a. a any well, I just play left wing to just. I just play him yeah. as a winger, practically just anywhere. Um, but yeah, I won't. I won't envisage him uh, giving Alonso much trouble. To be honest, um, one deal that's well, just well. come up on Sky Sports News is uh, Eloquin Mangala is apparently going on loan to Everton. So I don't know if anyone's got any evidence centre backs, but that could be one to keep an eye on. Don't know what to make of that one because we don't really know what to make of him. He's um, I, don't, I don't rate him if I'm honest. He's one of those defenders came in very a lot of money, highly rated, but I've never seen an anthem. Accident happen. Accident waiting to happen. Um, for me, the, I mean, if, if Man City don't want him after spending forty million on him, then I think that tells you all you need to know. How yeah. many? Uh, how many are you to are you assist? Are we going to see? Oh, that's a good question, Maz. Uh, are you as a player? I really, really, I really, really like him. I haven't worked out at West Ham for whatever reason, but he's a player I really, really like. Um, and Swansea looked deadly against Arsenal. The bits I saw, there was. Dominating in parts. I'm telling you now, Lucas is making my team for for the wild card or blank game week. So if Swansea have a blank, uh, have have a game in a blank game week because the guy plays like a left forward. Like he, he plays like Alonso for Swansea, and he's worth 4.7. Yeah, I agree it's a good with you. Shot, uh, well, yesterday when he scored the second, I, I, as a joke, I said he's making his way into people's wild cards. But why not? He's 4.7. I mean, to be but, honest, I was. I'm, I'm making moves to see if I want to bring in Sanchez. I might hold off after the performance today. But I do need a, another cheap. And I was looking at O'Brien because I've always shouted O'Brien. I like him and I think Leicester have a good run. But he's 0.8 more expensive than Lucas. That 0.8 can help me somewhere else. Yeah, um, exactly. It can help you and Glu- like a premium forward. Exactly, exactly. And uh, like you, I really like Ayu. And I, it's funny, he, every time I see him play, he scores. So... He's one, you know, him and his brother can link up really well. That's Swansea. I agree. I agree. I, th- I think he's, he's gonna, he's, he's gonna be a good little signing for them. They, they needed someone, 
because um, you know they haven't really done any business. Because I guess they're scared of going down more than anything. But are you? I mean, he's six point eight million, forty-seven points this season. Not great, but I mean, I think he's suffered with injuries more than anything. Um, yeah, he's well capable. Yeah. I mean, he's in, the, in his first season. He was. Uh, he was meant like he was brilliant. Yeah, I mean, but, um, I'm looking at his returns now for the season, and you have to go back to game week 19 when he went to for him to score more than two points, but he hadn't played in like one, two, three games. So, uh, yeah. Something, uh, something just come up on Sky. Stoke signed Badu and Dai from Galatasaray. Do you know much about him? Uh, from what I understand, <laughs> he's a ball winning midfielder. Not great in FPL terms. He's a combat of midfielder, so yeah, I'm not, I'm not envisaging okay. much FPL value. You mean, you mean like Fernandinho who just scored tonight? Yeah, that kind of a yeah, yeah, yeah. Richard Kenny's. I hear you. No, that's good. Um, I think uh, things pretty much it. I know we'll be talking about. We talked a bit about Open Miang or Duran. He's obviously the big yeah. one of the window so far. But, yeah. Um, I c- I don't think there's any other. Um... Just uh, one more, one more, one, one more for me actually. If if it goes through, and I'm sure, not sure if it has. Islam Slimani at Newcastle. Oh, no, that's happened. It, it's that's is that a medical. Happened. It's past medical. Yeah. It's so. happened. Okay, because I think I actually rate him. Uh, I rate him, and I think he's somebody that um, Benitez will use and use well. So he's one to watch. I don't know how well, much he is. On, um, on that note, though, on that note, he actually piques someone else in that team piques my interest because of Slomani joining, and it's Richie. Kennedy. Kennedy. Oh, Kennedy, yeah, it's, that's he assisted tonight, um, yeah. and he's four point seven. He's a player I've followed from Brazil to Chelsea, and then now he's gone to Newcastle on loan. I think if he's you followed him like that, where where you followed him on the boat across, like with your bowler hat on. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. The newspaper, was it? Yeah, you were, yeah. <laughs> but no, he's a player I really, really like. Um, and if he's going to start, he's someone I'm, I'm probably going to bring in, maybe along with Ayu. So yeah. yeah. And what, sorry, one more. As I was thinking now about Leicester, Alua or Joa, whatever how you spell his name, going back to Brighton again. I remember when he first came um, to, to the Premiership, he was um, he was gold at his price. So again, this is another one to watch out now. I'm not saying Brighton are going to score three in each game, but uh, it's an it's absolutely. An you, when you when you start thinking now about your wildcard team and you, you you know looking at uh, your bench boost, I would love a Lucas and a Lua or a Slimani on my bench, allowing me to buy premium players, but players who actually will score and play twice if they get double game uh, double games. So yeah, Sherwood's coming in at 4.8 million. So yeah, you know you got your cleaners and your People like that at that price. So, yeah, if he's, he's going to be starting and going to be the target man, then, yeah, definitely worth a shout. Brilliant stuff. I think uh, it'll be interesting to see if we, we get any more deals. Actually, it's at half 11. I think it's closing us, so it's only in a half an hour. Um, yeah, I've got, I've got uh, Sky Sports News open, so I will... You'll if, ping, if you'll ping any, in if there's something else. Yeah, if something comes up. Excellent stuff. Um, we'll move on to the preview, the game week preview, and we'll. Um, I know we've touched on a good few of these players earlier on, but um, we'll uh, we'll we'll go through quickly. Burnley versus Man City is the first one. Dale, you're on this one. Um, how do you see this one? Well, Man City, another another trashing. Or mind you, Burnley at home is not not the easiest fixture in the world, of course. No, I don't think it is. Um, 
I was actually looking at shifting my Man City players out for a little bit because I thought the run they had was not great. It's, it's, it's negotiable, and like I've said before, they could easily win all those games, but I don't. It's a it's a hard it's a hard little run. So, but when you look at how many goals they've scored, they've scored uh, six, nine, thirteen goals in the last four game weeks. So, you know, I won't put it past them for it to be three 0 four 0 again. Um, but Burnley's a really difficult place to go, and if the ground out a result, you won't be surprised. Um, I'm probably not going to be captain. I won't be captain in Aguero, but I'm happy to maybe hold him for another week. Because um, with the turnaround as well, it's possible Pep will do a bit of rotation if it's only the few di- few days between them. Yeah, um, and then that's the good thing about having Aguero because they don't really have another striker. You know, he's, he's probably going to play a good portion of the minutes, and if he gets a chance, he'll put it away. Yeah, I'm dreading the scenario of um, if Aguero just is completely rested for some game week and um, I have McBurney coming off the flipping bench to replace him or some <laughs> some complete numpty. But um, thanks, Dale. Um, Bournemouth versus Stoke is our next one. It's the first of the three o'clock. What do we think of this one, Marzi? Well, <laughs> Bournemouth shocked us all tonight, didn't they? Not just one, three nil, clean sheet, and a great performance. I mean. If you remember a couple, uh, not uh, yeah, on the last pod I said I was doing like phase one, phase two, phase three was going to bring Wilson in, but then Arnautovic got injured, Sanchez moved. You look at United's fixtures and you think, okay, Sanchez has low, low uh, percentage ownership. I was thinking about bringing him, so I wanted to make some moves to free some money to see if I want to bring Sanchez in. So I didn't bring Wilson in, which is really annoying because I did not expect him to score an assist today. But you, so you've got Wilson. Stanislas and them two seem to be playing well together. Surprisingly, King was um, benched, but that could be just a one-off. Um, and then, you, you know, I mean, their defend- if you've got their defenders, they're playing at home to Stoke. You start them, absolutely. If you've got Begovic, you start him. Why not? And then you've got the, your, your Frasers. And, uh, these guys are at home to Stoke. And then you've got Stoke who today drew with Watford at home. Again, if you have your stock assets, like, you know, I've got Shakiri, well, he'll play because he's probably most likely your third or fourth mid. Then you play him. Um, the, the thing with Bournemouth is they're really unpredictable this year. Not, you know, they, they, they like to play football, but I expected them to be better at home, like, and, uh, like last season when they turned Liverpool over, for example, or nothing. But, and then, not as good away, but actually this season it's, it's kind of up and down for them. They lost some games at home that I didn't think they would lose, and they beat teams like Arsenal and Chelsea. So if I have my, you know, if you have stock assets, you keep them. Um, it's, it's that simple. That game could be anything. I expect a Bournemouth win. Yeah, well, the, the, after the after this game week's result, you wouldn't put a pass into Hammer, Stoke, me and putting three past Chelsea. Um, thanks, Mars. Um, Dale, Brighton versus West Ham. We were speaking earlier on a bit about West Ham and the fact that they've after selling AU. But um, what's your thoughts on this one? Brighton got a did Brighton get a win or was it a draw? They got this. Um, the draw Southampton. Brighton mm. haven't actually won a Premier League game since the 23rd of December. So yeah, that's not good reading, is it? But what mm. I will say is we've all still probably got West Ham players from the double game week that they had. And I've got a defender and a keeper. So everyone, everyone we 
we got fooled, didn't we? Because they kept, I think it was three clean sheets on the trot against yeah, against Chelsea, Arsenal, and Stoke, and we all got a bit excited and brought defenders in. Now they hadn't actually kept a clean sheet in that time in the league, so their last clean sheet was game week eighteen. So and now with Brighton signing a Choa, I mean he's not he's not exactly a well beater, but they've got a Choa, they've got a Lucaria, um, so their attack is looking a bit strengthened. So I, I think Brighton might actually sneak a result here. They need one. I mean, the 15th... I think Chris Hilton's doing a good job. Um, you know, if Brighton stay up, that's a result. I was going to say, Don, did you say you have Oliver McBurney? No, I'm saying as my um, he's my third forward. Yeah. I just I, basically... You might, you might have to shift him because he's just gone to Barnsley on loan. Oh, freak. Sorry. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> this, that's the Mars curse, that one there. <laughs> Um, Apparently, yeah. I'm just reading, the transfer window is closed, but there's currently four deals in place on the, the on the Premier League deal sheet, so they've got till 1am to complete those deals, but there's no word on what those deals are. So. Spot on, thanks Dale. Um, Leicester versus Swansea, Mars. I said it on Twitter and I'll say it again now, Swansea were amazing in the last two games, deserved the six points, absolutely brilliant. I do, however, think away from home, they will struggle against Leicester at home, especially Leicester having uh, just lost um, to Everton. So, <clears throat> I mean, obviously this is just my prediction, but in a game like this, if you have your Leicester players, you absolutely play them. You need to see what's happening with Mahrez. We'll probably know over the next few days, but, you know, he's not going to go anywhere. But, what, I mean, what's happening is, it, where is his head at? But he's shown that after someone he wanted to leave, he didn't, and look at what he's done so far. I see no problems. Don't forget Algeria in the, in the World Cup. He wants to play. He wants to, to make sure that he cement that place in, in the team. So I think he will quickly get over it and probably, you know, could, could even be a, a, a differential captain material against Swansea at home. Um, it's a big risk, but, but he could be. Of course, if you have the yeah. defenders, you play them. Uh, Swansea, I mean, listen, if you have Fabianski, if you have any of their defenders... Highly likely that they are starters in your team if you have uh, cheap defenders. You play them because, yes, I just said, you know, I think they will struggle, but um, Fabianski's be, been getting points right, left and centre. So why wouldn't you? And, you know, Alfie can, can score. Uh, they're, they're, on set pieces, they're, they're actually not bad and they can get some goals. So you start them if you don't have, if, if they are like, you know, your third defender or or something like that. If you have better defenders, then this is a game that you can bench your Swansea players and play them when they play at home. At home, they're better. You're right. Um, thanks, Maris. Um, Dale, next one is Man United versus Huddersfield. I'm liking this one from Man United assets point of view to get the to get Sanchez off the off the mark on the goal scoring charts. I think a lot of FPL Twitter are hoping so. I mean, Liverpool just in total control. Really, want they when they beat them three nil. Um, but I mean, Huddersfield didn't concede too many chances. Uh, I think Liverpool had like three shots off target and four shots on target. So, you know, but, and they put three of those away. Um, Huddersfield have lost the last four, uh, and it's been pretty rubbish defeats, really. I mean, they got beat 3-0 by Leicester, 4-1 against West Ham, 2-0 at Stoke, and then 3-0 at Liverpool. So you'd fully expect Man United to turn up at Old Trafford and turn them over. And like we say, a few, quite a few managers will be hoping this is the time to get Sanchez in, and he's like he's like the ultimate differential at the minute. 
Um, you don't even really need to captain him because of his ownership. So, did you see any of the match actually tonight, the um, Spurs match? The um, how did um, I'm particularly interested in Marshall. Um Sanchez is going to be outside of my price range. Um, for no, I, did, for I didn't see any of the match. I was I've just got in from work, so um, yeah, I didn't yeah. see any of it. But I'm assuming from what I've seen, Spurs was in total control. Yeah, um, it's it's on record for me, but like Dale said, from what I've seen, it's um, Spurs were in total control. I mean, Dale, should I uh, bring in Sanchez and captain him against Huddersfield, or should I wait? Um, it's an hard one. It is an hard one. I mean, I think I think it'll be a routine victory for United. They'll be hurting from getting beat by Huddersfield when there was on that little run earlier on in the season, and they got beat two 0 at uh, Huddersfield. I think. You, you, if you've got defensive assets, you keep them. I don't think Huddersfield are going to offer too much going forward. Um, but like, like I've just said, they didn't give too much away against Liverpool. And Liverpool have got probably one of the best attacks in the Premier League. So if they're struggling to break them down, United have been notorious for struggling to break teams down at, at times this season. So I'd probably err on the side of, of caution right now. My plan was to bring in Sanchez this week, but I'm just waiting and seeing. I've got I've got other moves lined up. I'm probably going to go for Aubameyang, and that'll impact on whether I get Sanchez or not. And uh, what about Lingard? Do you think he will um, keep his place? So he played today, but was subbed off, which is you know understandable. But do you think he will start? Um, well, I mean, he's. He's still getting minutes. I mean, let's not forget. I mean, people are overreacting a bit. Is a six million rated midfielder? I mean, what are people expecting? Like hat tricks every week? You know, it's just he's a streaky player. He's had his little streak and it's over. So you either cut your losses and go for another midfielder in that range, or upgrade if you can, or you just stick with him. I mean, I'm probably I've got him too, and I, I'm probably going to stick with him. I mean, he's six six million and he's he's playing behind the striker, so. You know what? What more can you want from a, a player rated at that price in a team as good as United? So if I have Lingard, would you would would you suggest that I move him for a minus four to bring Sanchez in, or hold off and see what happens with Sanchez? Um, get Marshall in. <laughs> if you're getting Marshall in, Don, I am not touching him. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Whether that's worth a minus four and how much money that ties up, I'm not sure. Uh, I wouldn't. Uh, I mean, of course, I'm asking for money, myself. I'm asking for myself, that, but I know... If, I know if you've got that much money in the bank, then I'd be looking at other options myself personally. Can you make that move like from Lingard to to Sanchez? Have you got that much? No, that's like five I've, no, no, I've got, so uh, what I'm oh, looking for at... Oh, with a minus four, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, so that, actually, I just remembered who the other player that... What I was thinking is Sterling and Lingard out for Sanchez and some... But now, but the thing is, Sterling is delivering. But my concern still remains with Sterling overall and with City is that uh, once the Cups come, once the Champions League starts coming, I can see their minutes diminishing. Also, I see Sterling playing more than Aguero in the Cups. I was surprised he started today. Fair play. No, I, but I, I wasn't. I wasn't because Sané's out, so you know. Yeah, the, true. That that helps. Bernardo Silva comes in and he doesn't. I mean, he can play wide, but he's more of a wide playmaker. Wide playmaker. So Sterling can stretch and uh, play wider, you know. So I think while Sané's out, I'd be keeping 
Sterling, and that's my thinking at the minute. I was going to sacrifice Son and Sterling to get Sanchez in, but at, at the minute, I think with Sane out, I'm, I'm going to keep Sterling. Yeah, my motto sometimes is if it ain't broke, don't fix it. And the fact that Sterling is still scoring, you know, am I, am I chasing... I know, I know, two or three percent or whatever it is now. Even if he gets to five or six percent, it's huge if he starts banging Sanchez. But um, I know I'm asking for my team, but I know there's a lot of managers out there thinking, "What can I do to bring Sanchez in against Huddersfield?" And you and you, you're looking at that fixtures, and and sometimes you think, "Well, I want him for that fixture. I'm going to do whatever." But sometimes you just have to think about, you know, the minus for who you taking out, just like me, because I am thinking about it, and I'll leave it till the last minute, um, and then see what happens. But yeah, because yeah, I think I think you're right though, lads. I think Huddersfield might actually look like it's a better fixture on paper than it is in reality. Yeah, I, I, what surprised me was how many how little chances they actually conceded against Liverpool. Like I said, Liverpool have one of the best attacks in the league, so that's mm. that's what what has entered my thinking in the last few days is how. I mean, Sanche- how Sanchez would be good, but I mean, as you're saying there now, Son potentially somebody could say, well, you know. There is a lot of decent players for eight million around. Um, like Lingard is a bit different because Lingard, as you said, he's so cheap. But um, like two, you're giving up two quality players to bring in Sanchez and two yeah, players, especially with, when one of them is Sterling and he's performing. Like, yeah, the thing is with Son as well. I mean, yeah, it might it might it's going to probably rotate with Mora, but they're playing Arsenal and Liverpool next, and. As good as Liverpool have been, their defence can be got at, and this, and the Arsenal are in total disarray. So uh, that's another reason why I'm thinking maybe I just keep my spares assets because I can't see them blanking both weeks. Um, Mars, we'll move on to West Brom versus Southampton. This one can be just a very quick synopsis because there's not a whole lot of probably to talk about with these two. Yeah, uh, this could be the nil-nil of the week. So if you have the defenders, you play them. Rodriguez, ignore the fact that he didn't score against City, is on fire. So if you've got them, if you've got him, you play him. Uh, if you have any Southampton defender uh, players, in fact, uh, check yourself. And um, yeah, you don't want them. What about Storage, yeah. I mean, he came on today. Apparently, he missed. Uh, he missed a really good chance, or potentially one-on-one, literally just before Aguero scored. So I mean, Storage is one for he is too pricey, especially for West Brom, and I'm not being disrespectful, but what I mean is, and I know they scored three against Liverpool in the Cup, but they're not going to score that many goals, right? So, um, one to watch, Sturridge, because he, he, I love the guy. And when he was on fire, he was, again, FBL gold in that season with Suarez. When we had the three S's, right? Sterling, Suarez, um, Sturridge, mm. and I had all three of them, and I was flying. So, Sturridge has the quality, but just watch again. He wants to be on that plane, and you know, all of that works for us. For FPL managers, the World Cup, all these players want to get on, so they want to do their best. So let's see if he stays injury-free and plays regularly. Why not? But he is pricey. Arsenal versus Everton. Dale has the next one up. It's the evening evening kick up kick off on Saturday. Um, well, should, the should story be a good game. Is, yeah, I mean, it will be. I reckon it will be a good game. The story here is Theo Walcott. Um, it's, it's it's written in the stars to coin Gary Neville. Um, He's probably going to have his best game of the season. I know he's bagged the brace tonight, but he's going to have that extra motivation to uh, pop up with a goal. And with Arsenal conceding three against Swansea, I, I just don't like like the, them defensively. I mean, yeah, they've bought Aubameyang and they've got Mkhitaryan. So going forward, yeah, they're going to be great. But 
they just look so soft down the middle. And how how many times Swansea got at them, I was so surprised. that Swansea could have been two, two up by the time Arsenal netted the opener. You know, it's... I, I'm going for a shock here, and I think um, Everton might sneak a victory, you know. All right. And... Uh... And um, who from Everton would you like? I know Sig got on. Uh, Theo did well, obviously two goals. C got an assist. But um, is is that kind of the sum of the of the interest you have in um, in Everton right now? Um, it is against Arsenal. I'm, I mean, if Coleman was better priced, I'd be looking at Coleman. But I'm sure he's like six point five or six. He's, yeah, he's way too expensive. He's, I yeah, looked at him on, too. Every, I looked at him last week and with him coming back, and I was like, I was just like, I was like, whoa, when I seen his price. So, yeah, probably. I mean, Theo's quite generous of price at the minute. He's like seven million. He's still classed as a midfielder, and he's practically playing up front. So, yeah, Theo's definitely one for me, and Siggy's probably going to be the guy un- unlocking the door for him. So. Yeah, those two are about as good as it gets. I mean, that Saint Tosun, he might he might come into play as well. Now he's got Walcott playing off him. You know, it mm, offers him a bit of pace and a bit more space. Defenders Coleman, don't have to call him out as much. Yeah, Coleman six point four, as you said, and um, and then Wally is seven point one. So um, yeah, Walcott could be a really nice um, differential. He's two point two point three owned. Um, and and if you've got Arnautovic, it's an easy move. If you've still got an yeah. switch. Yeah. If you have, yeah, it is definitely. Did you or, do you think do you think Boomerang is gonna bang? Well, he's like I said earlier, he's one I'm I know I've just tipped Everton to sneak a victory, but he's one I'm definitely looking at. I mean let's if Arsenal turn up, then it'll be a routine victory, but I just can't say with any confidence at the minute that they're gonna t- turn up. But they've just had a shot in the arm, they've got Aubameyang got Mkhitaryan and Mesut Ozil's just signed a new deal so you know they're on a high but that ain't going to paper over the cracks what we saw against Swansea so I am looking at Aubameyang but I might just wait until after the place bears I look forward to many months lads of you two fellas pronouncing Aubameyang and um, Boomerang and all this kind of stuff so, I quite all of it uh, yeah, the, the number of times I listen when you say names and I go, who? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> I book in the translator and I get it. <laughs> but, um, the next one, we're moving on to Sunday, which is Mars. You're going to look at Crystal Palace versus Newcastle. Well, I'm spoiled, I'm spoiled for fixtures. This could be another yeah, nil-nil. Giving you, giving you the good ones, yeah. <laughs> yeah, this could be another nil-nil. You know, there's one player that I really like at Newcastle and I've liked him from the beginning. It's Lascelles. He's called today again. Captain leads from the, you know, leads, well, I say leads from the front, from as the in back. a good leader. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's what I, what I meant is he leads by example. That's the one that I want. Leads by example. Uh, you know, he should have got the winner today, but they drew. Um, I mean, listen, Newcastle will be tight. Palace, uh, you know, uh, well, Benteke scored, so that's one for the books. Uh, he scored last week. Again, it, listen, if we think about F- FPL, if you have their players, you absolutely play the, the Palace players. They're playing at home. So a lot of people went for Mili. Um, and if they get a penalty, he'll be he'll be the guy that takes it. I've got MacArthur. He'll be playing, most likely. Um, Zahar, Townsend, Benteke. If you've got these players, they have to play. I mean, Zahar's been really underwhelming. Since I got him from the beginning, brought him back after he got injured, but sold him and, yeah... He's one of those that you really expect a lot more, but 
he just hasn't delivered so far. He will, uh, just the way he plays, he will deliver and he will get penalties for Millie to score. Um, as for Newcastle, you know, they, they've got a couple of new players now. Let's see what Slimani does, but, you know, one, one to watch. Uh, you've got Atsu and um, we talked about Kennedy earlier. Um, and they've got a new keeper. So let's see what happens and see, see how that goes. But again, one to watch for now. Um, Liverpool versus Spurs. Nice cracking fixture for you, Dale. Um, yeah, well, it's the we, match of the game week, isn't it? Pretty much. Match of the game week, yeah. I think you got That's it last that. week as well. So Mars will be sending me emails tomorrow moaning and groaning about how <laughs> he never gets good matches. You should check your email right now. <laughs> he blowed it up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> uh, yeah, so last time these two met, it was 4-1 to Spurs. I mean, I don't really expect that kind of result, but you never know. Uh, Spurs absolutely picked Liverpool apart that day with a high line. And they, I uh, give up. With, they Dale, you're they just waiting Lovren. for a reaction there, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, no. They, they and Lovren got subbed in early on. I think it was around the 30-minute mark. So mm. I don't see that happening again. They're probably hoping that Van Dijk's fit. Uh, was he ill this week or something? You guys will know. Uh, I don't know. I, I heard it was him. a, I heard it was a tight hamstring, so right. he probably didn't want to risk him for 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 the Huddersfield game in case he pulls yeah. the hamstring. Yeah, because you're going to need him. Let's face it. Um, is is you'd think he he'll make a difference at the back. I mean, I don't like I say I don't see it being four one, but you could easily see this being a two two, a four three, a three three. There's definitely goals in this. Now I've said that'll probably be nil nil, but. Yeah, if I've got defenders in this match, I'm probably benching him. I mean, I've I have still got Davies, um, so he's definitely going on the bench unless I transfer him out. But I don't know. I might actually keep him because he can he can pop yeah. up with the odd attacking return. So exactly, yeah, I might yeah keep attacking Davies. attacking potential with um, with these ones. Oftentimes, if you have a decent uh, defender who's actually half decent in attack, they might be the ones to come up with an assist or even a goal. Yeah, but um, I, I think I, this is this is goals in this game. This is this this is definitely goals. You're not holding uh, on for clean sheets anyway. You're definitely not. Nah, I, I think if you, you you know Salah is on fire. All right, he only got the penalty, but I'm thinking did he miss an open goal against Huddersfield? Or it was a really tight angle, but he, he still looked lively. Um, you got Mane as well, and then from spares you got Kane and Son. Ali topped up with a bit goods tonight. Um, and 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 that and boy Eric's Bobby, necklace. so you know you can you can take your pick from attacking uh, players this this match because it is honestly I I will be shocked if there's under four goals in this game. Yeah, Bobby Firmino is doing brilliant. He's um, yeah def- definitely yeah. pulling his weight as my second forward anyway. Oh, he's he's one of the best players in the league for me. F- FPL aside, I don't think there's anyone. Oh, there's probably like two or three players in the world that can do what he does. Yeah, he gets ridiculed a bit by his uh, his um, bright bright white teeth and his <laughs> and his hairstyles and so that. I think he doesn't get the kind of kind of respect that he um, that he deserves. But he, this season he's banging in the goals. So, no, well, that's probably uh, good for Liverpool because it means no one will come sniffing for him. So, yeah, but I think if he goes to the World Cup, he could be potentially be the next one that people come sniffing for. He's, yeah, I think um, he's got to go to the World Cup without a doubt. Um, yeah, no, he definitely will go. But if he does, if he does well at it, if he gets playing time, but Brazil is kind of hard to know. Oh, you're looking at a Coutinho price though for Bobby surely. You're looking yeah. over 100 million. He's that good. He's he's been low low key player of the season for me. Yeah, definitely. So underrated, even by by Liverpool 
by some Liverpool yeah. fans. You know, we we all I, say, no, we we need we need we need a goal scorer. But actually, look at what Firmino's doing, and you look at his stats, and it, and he's so unselfish. It's well, you yeah, look, that's he, it, Maz. Is it's not how much he scores, it's how much he creates. That's what and, I mean. There's not there's not many yeah. strikers in the world who can do what he does. He's probably exactly. talking like Muller, and, and and that's about it. From what I heard, he's not like his contract is not like high, high, amazingly high, but he's on like bonuses for scoring. And do you remember that game where I think it was Mane who chipped the keeper, but the ball was rolling, and any other striker would have gone in and smashed it, but Bobby just watched mm. it go over the line and went and celebrated with Mane. And that is the kind of player that I love, and and that's why you know and, and you appreciate because obviously you know Mane made the goal, he left it for him. He's like, well, I'm just going to make sure that it goes over. Any other player. Would have, would, have, would have put would it have out. Would have banged it, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. The worry is, the worry is with Liverpool, now they've lost Coutinho and not really replaced him. I mean, yeah, you've got Lallana coming back and the Ox doing doing a job. Oh. But Liverpool play quite narrow sometimes and they haven't got that bit of magic. And Because for, Firmino plays like far up, he, he, he can't provide that magic. So that's the only worry I'd have. I put you're still doing the business without him there, so I think he'll yeah. be all right. But th- this game is gonna has got goals written all over it. From both it's teams. a huge game. It's a huge game because you know we win, we keep the five points between us and Spurs, which is really important. Which which will help us. Obviously, we'd lose, then I think Spurs go above us by by one. Um, you know, and then. You draw, I think the top four, the the third to uh, second to fourth place, will go to the wire because each team is capable of winning amazingly, or just exploding like we did against Swansea or you know Spurs dropping points at Southampton and United losing at Huddersfield or and then beating each other as well. So I just yeah, think it's going to go to the wire. And the both got two players who you give them a chance to going to score. You've got Kane for Spurs and you've got Salah for Liverpool. You give them a sniff and it's and it's a goal. So, mm. honestly, this this has got goals written should, all over it. Should be a cracking, should be a cracking match. Um, Mars, you're on the last game, so Monday Night Football, which is Watford versus Chelsea, um, taking on extra significance with um with of course Chelsea's results today, um and of course Watford will be without the class act, which is Okaka. So, um, how do you see this one panning out? Well, I'm not expecting Mariapa to get me another clean sheet. Let's put it that way. Uh, but there's one guy that we haven't mentioned, actually, in, this, in the transfer section that's come back to the Premier League. Delefeo. Oh, let's call him Gerard. That's easier. Um, and he was, again, I'm not going to call him a failed goal, but he got a few assists, few goals when he was at Everton. And I think he will, he'll play a role at Watford. So he's one to watch. Obviously, it's a tough game against Chelsea. Chelsea will want to come back, and I think they will come back strong. I can see them doing what they did to Brighton after, you know, they lost. I think they lost the game before Brighton, and they couldn't uh, hammer Brighton. So I think Chelsea will sort it out. But like Dale said, there could be a managerial change. I think Conte just does not look happy. So w- watch out for that one. But if you've got their players, you've got to play them. Um, I think he might have lost the dressing room, Mars, as well. Yeah. It wouldn't surprise me. I've, I've said it from the beginning of the season. That it just doesn't look right. Something doesn't look right with that team. He's moaning a lot in the press and he's saying he, he's, he isn't getting the players he wants. Yeah. Well, look at who who they signed. I mean, so again, uh, no disrespect to the players. They, they, you know, they're professionals and they earn more than what I'll earn my entire life. But Barkley, Drinkwater, even Giroud, uh, you know, an injured player from Roma, 
or some uh, player that was injured. Not, you know, they, they're not really... Yeah, listen, Chelsea will be there and thereabouts in the top four again. But they, for me, it's open and they could easily miss out on the top four. Um, they will, you know, they've got Alonso's bailed them out quite a few bits. It depends how what Hazard does. So in this game, you know, again, if you got your, you got your Chelsea players, you have to play them. You hold off on Giroud or any of the new signings. Just wait and see what happens. With regards to Watford, you still have Richarlison for some one reason or another. It might be time to move on, either downgrade and upgrade somewhere else or... Like for like for, for I don't know stock players, but they're not really pulling pulling up trees either. Um, if you've got defenders from Watford, like me, you probably bench them um, because I do expect Chelsea to come back strong for that game anyway. Yeah, I mean Chelsea. That's one thing you mentioned there, which is a good point, Mars. Is I mean Chelsea's signings have been very much. It's not that they're taking the best players from other teams in the Premier League or around there. They're just taking. Yeah, okay players. Barkley and Drinkwater are, you know, they're obviously talented enough players, but they're not exactly that they were set in the world on light at Leicester or at Everton. You know, they they're okay, but but they're um they're not. It's not that they're when when Mares was. I was surprised that Mares wasn't linked to them more than Man City. Um, you know, if they wanted to be really kind of proactive and strengthen themselves, that's the kind of signing they needed to do. But uh, yeah, things just don't look right there. But um. It'll be, it'll add a bit of spice to Monday Night Football. Brilliant stuff, lads. That's the end of our game week preview. So now we're on to the final section of the show, which is the captain picks. And the captain picks this week will see the return of the Barlow and Baldwin captain picks. Um, and as seasoned listeners to the fan feud pod will remember, the Barlow is the boring captain pick, the safe pick, and the Baldwin is the risky captain pick. So Dale, my man, I'm coming to you first. Um, give me your bar- give me your bar- Barlow first of all, and um, we'll leave the bold one for a minute. My Barlow, mm, I'm probably going to go with Mo Salah. Uh, like I already said, there's going to be goals in that game, and he's the man for Liverpool. So yeah, Mo Salah, the Mo show, good stuff. Yeah. Um, how about yourself, Mars? Who's your Barlow? So for me, um, yeah. Mo Salah could be could be one, or Hazard. He's not in my team, but if I had him, I would I would consider him. Consider him, yeah. The, I'm I'm a bit of a I I don't actually know what I'm going to do this game week, lads. I was looking at um I have um I don't have Salah as we as as we all know from um I've been taking the risk with him without him. Bobby Firmino is possible. I might I might just stick. I might go for him. Aguero is a bit of a risky one. It's a tough one. It's a tough one this week because you've got Spurs playing Liverpool. Like Dale said, it could be an open game or could be quite tight. Um, City at Burnley, tough game. Chelsea are not doing great. Then they, they, you know you've got United at Huddersfield, but they've just you know been done. So before this game, if United were on form, you'd pick their players and go. That's the easy pick. That's the that's the ball, the ball. Low. But actually, yeah, it's quite it's quite a tough one. Yeah, we, well, I think Sanchez might be a bold one because of his uh, percentage, but definitely one of their players. But it's actually, I think this week, this coming week, could be a tough one. Yeah, I think there'll be a big split in the in the captain picks, um, the, in the active managers. I think the people will kind of be spreading it around a bit. Sure, I'll I'll might come back in a minute and I'll see. Can I give you give you my picks? But um, Dale, come to you, back to you, and um, give me your bold one. Well, I've already mentioned him, but Theo Walcott. Um, it's it's just made for him to turn up and ruin Arsenal's day. You know, he's 
he always wanted to be the main man at Arsenal and it never really happened. So this is his chance to show Arsene Wenger what he's missing out on. Nice pick. Lovely. That'll be, um, that'll be a good storyline on that one. Um, Walcott, no doubt, will want to go back and, uh, definitely will want to show them wrong that they were wrong for, uh, for not giving him enough game in time. But, um, how about yourself, Mers? Um, so just some breaking news for, um, transfers. Which made me think about my um, my captain, Afobi has gone to Wolves on loan, so that's one Back less to striker to yeah. So that's one less striker to compete with Wilson. Now you could argue that Wilson is a Barlow pick playing at home to Stoke. If not, then he's definitely um, a Baldwin pick. Um, apart from that, to be honest, um, I'll, you know, would would Sanchez against Huddersfield count because of his percentage? Yep. Because uh, you know, it's of course why not? It's. Uh, you know, he's, he's so low, uh, you know, the, the ownership is so low. Um, apart from that, um, you know, if you want really one more, then uh, Benteke, if you really want to go bold. Well, you said that yeah. for gritted teeth then, Mars. <laughs> <laughs> I, was just looking, I was just looking at the fixtures. I've got MacArthur and my team. They play Newcastle at home, so why not? If you really want to go bold, if you're chasing and you want to go out, all out. Yeah, I think um, I'll go with my Barlow. I will go with probably leaving it on leaving it on Aguero would probably be my barrel pick. Looking at my lineup, it's um it'd be the boring one, leaving it on my most expensive player. Um, you know, they're away to Burnley. It's not a it's not a fantastic fixture. That probably would be the safe bet. But um if I do bring in Marshall, fair warning on the Marple curse this week, lads. Um if I do bring in Marshall, I might consider throwing it on him. As my um as my Baldwin captain pick, um, we've just got some breaking FPL news. Marshall uh, has broken his leg. No, uh, Bamiyang's price has been set. Oh, lovely! What 10, is it? Ten point five million. Ooh, I hope it'll be nice slightly lower. That's perfect yeah. for me. Yeah, it's not too bad. Not too bad for someone with his pedigree, but he needs. To I, I actually thought he'd come in at eleven, but ten point five is is good for me. I was hoping for ten, but I think that was really hoping. But 10.5, I'll take that. Yeah, looking at him now, he's the fourth most expensive striker, so he's um, 0.1 ahead of Morata. Yeah, that's it's interesting because, um, like you said, if you're looking for a differential and you have um, and you have a bit of money tied up in front, but um, for now, I'd probably stick with Aguero and Firmino for me. Um, I'd have to tear things up a little bit, but um, yeah, it'll be interesting. He's definitely one to keep an eye on and see how he clicks. It might take a couple of games to kind of to um to figure out what the way Arsenal play and stuff like that. But yeah, um yeah. yeah, no, he's he's an interesting one. Brilliant stuff, lads. We've had loads of breaking news t- tonight. We've had loads of blank game weeks, double game weeks chatter. But um thanks a million to Ben Prellen for coming on the show. He was a fantastic guest. And um of course to my two amigos to um Mars, who you can find on Twitter at Mars05. Dale, who you can find at Chef Dale H. And of course, follow the podcast account at Three Amigos FPL. Thanks a million to you all for listening. Best of luck in Game Week 26. Booyah! One for each other and all for one. The three brave amigos are we. Brother to brother and everyone. A brave amigo.